Academy of Science. This is Lillian with the Choral Cast. Today's debate section: PC versus console. The debate about the debate. I'm here today with Laura, Austin, and Ian, and we're going to be talking about this very controversial issue. Now, I would like to start this off. Just to clarify, we want to remain as neutral as possible so that we don't trigger either side. Consoles! Uh, one thing that I found interesting about the PC versus console is you probably all have heard of it, if not been directly involved in it, and I guess that goes to show how tumultuous this community can become over certain issues. And then it brings up certain definitions about who is a real gamer, because you all know that uh, logical fallacy there. And when they start bringing that up, you start thinking about what is a game, what is a gamer, and what qualifies one to be such. And where do we start alienating people in this way? Well, I think the issue has definitely become very heated. Do you have any thoughts about the effects it has like, on the community in like, kind of the divisive, almost Republican versus Democrat way? Um, one thing could be, like, if you were a hardcore consoleite or a hardcore PCite and you miss out on a game that could have changed your life and was released on the wrong side, then who knows what you could be missing out on? And maybe you're discriminating against good games that, based off of their platform alone. So it's like food, you know, you gotta try everything at least a couple times before you can really decide. Recently, most games which were exclusive to the, the console or exclusive to the PC have been extended to the other side. Uh, most people who played PC would never ever be able to play, for instance, Gears of War, is the first example that comes to head. But now, they're fully capable of playing it on the PC. Now really, just in my opinion, in terms of PC versus console, really I've thought that it's not really... Sometimes it can be which one you prefer, but at the same time, it's which one is more affordable because not everyone can just go out and buy some monstrous $1,000 custom gaming PC, yet they can spend maybe 300 bucks to get an Xbox 360 and a game. Or it may also have to do with what's available because if you were raised in a household where they only have one PS2 and then... Of course you're going to be a little bit biased because you're grown up on those controls or perhaps it's the other way around where you never got a console and therefore you're biased to the controls of the PC. I would actually think that the PC is more accessible just for the fact that a lot of people do have computers. They might not be targeted towards gaming per se, but they can handle a lot of lower games. Sort of like how phones can do more than just calling. As technology continues to advance, so does the recent technology get cheaper. I personally know a friend who has a, a very, very nice gaming computer, and he spent no more than $600 on it. The computer parts, which were once very expensive, which costed more than $1,000 just in themselves, are now much less so and make it more affordable. Now back on the topic of the whole growing up with a console or growing up with a gaming or a PC to play games. I grew up with a console, but then fell out of playing on a console for a few years just because I just had a DS and played a lot of games on those, and then I got a gaming computer, and then a few years ago I tried playing um, Fallout 4, I mean, uh, I've tried playing a Fallout game with my friend Evan, and I had about, I probably spent about half an hour trying to get through the tutorial, <laughs> just because... I don't know how to play a console game because I've been brainwashed into playing PC games. Hmm. 
Do you think that this kind of PC versus console split is something that marketers could take advantage of, or businesses? I happen to think very much so, because simply what could happen is that, I mean, everyone knows of the legend of Half-Life 3. (laughs) If that were to come out for either just PC or just console, you can guarantee that there will be A, riots, and B, more people will go out and buy either the console or a PC that can play the game simply because it's probably the single most famous not created yet game. So then they could take advantage of conversion rates if they had a good brand name and they posted it to only one of the mediums, then therefore you could pull a lot of people away from one industry or one gaming platform to be advantageous later on in the company. So you have loyalists on one side being pulled over to the other for an economic advantage in the future. I could see how that would apply. So do you think you can create basically brand loyalty, so people who only play on consoles or only play on PCs because you release one super good, like, swing game? Certainly. Now, I believe the whole PC master race applies here. Uh, There are quite a few people that I personally know who are a PC master race and feel that playing on a console is absolutely atrocious, the worst thing you can do. Now, talking about the future of gaming and this discussion in general, I would like to add, Microsoft has, uh, has said, though it may, it's just a rumor and may not be true, that this next console that they're coming out with, the Xbox Scorpio, is going to be the last console they ever release. Yeah. And PlayStation is saying that their consoles may go on more of like a, an iPhone route, in which they release a new PlayStation every year or so with minor adjustments instead of major adjustments, adjustments every seven years. So, like I'm still using my iPhone 5, I could use my PS4 for, say, 10 years. 5 years, I don't know how long I've used this. In conclusion, the PC versus console is a very fiery debate and has since split the, the gaming community in two in some respects. Though there are some people that can pass by the barriers, no big deal, and others make a huge deal out of it. Either way, it starts to bring up the definition of who is a real gamer. And then it's really more about how much does the debate matter in the long term. Was the game fun? I think that's all that matters. See you next time. And this is your guest star, Lillian, signing off for possibly the last time. And and the first time. I love this, this game and these anime drills. Why even though? Because I was pleasantly surprised by the quality of the writing because I expected all of them to be stereotypes and when they had deeper characters and more interesting plot lines, I enjoyed it. So who's, be- so who's best waifu? Nico, Nico, Nico! Do we even have to ask? Her red eyes, her relation to Satan. <laughs> Three, two, one. Nico, Nico, Nico! Nico, Nico.